0: Now, do you know what's special about this Friday, Tim?
1: What, this Friday coming? Yeah, this, yeah. Like the 6th of January? Yeah, yeah. Wow, is it 12th night?
0: Uh, Decorations down? Yes, it is, it is. But there's also another thing that uh, is more in the Christian calendar. Okay. Which is commonly known as epiphany.
1: Wow, okay. And I don't know
0: whether anyone at home can say epiphany. <laughs> we might put up the words on screen like there, there. There, there. okay. Or, over Tim's face. Um, anyway, epiphany. Um... I love the word epiphany because it means, this is the dictionary definition, okay, it means this, a moment of sudden revelation or realisation when suddenly something becomes clear to us or we understand something important.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And we celebrate it on this Friday coming up and it's the day when Christians remember and celebrate the visit of the three wise men to the baby Jesus. Okay. Okay. The dictionary also says, yes, it's the last day Christmas decorations can stay up, and if you leave them up after that point, it's bad luck. (laughs) Um, Now, of course, luck we might not talk about much today, but maybe get your decorations down before next Sunday, and we might try and do that in church as well. I think we must do, We'll figure it out. But it does obviously lead to an important thing about us talking about the wise men and their journey that they took, and where do we read about it?
1: Well, I'm going to read it to you from Matthew chapter 2 that's the only place it is <laughs> but uh, this is part of Matthew's story and of course everything that the gospel writers put in their their gospels has a point and a purpose mm. and so Matthew is clearly wanting us to understand something about Jesus and about the people who responded to him and about the journeys that they took as well so it's really important no matter it may me feel a bit odd at times this story it I know that there's a lot of umming and ahhing about was it three who are they were they kings wise men where do they come from but but actually let's strip away all that and try and understand why is this in this this gospel what is Matthew wanting to teach us about and what do I need to learn from it for my life today so here it is: Matthew chapter 2 and verse 1 after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod magi wise men from the east came to Jerusalem and asked where is the one who has been born king of the Jews we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him when King Herod heard this he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him when he had called together all the ch- people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will, be shepherd, who will shepherd my people Israel. Hey, there's some big clues in that, aren't there?
0: I think so. Bethlehem,
1: a shepherd, a ruler... And that comes from Micah, of course, which is the passage that Matthew's put in there. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. Really? What do you think? I'm not sure. They've returned to their country by another route. Amen. An amazing story. And I think already as we read it and listen to it, there's some big clues in there as to why Matthew wanted to include this story Mm -hmm. and reasons why we need to understand it as well. So why don't we sing again? And why don't we sing that carol which mentions We Three Kings, shall we? It makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Let's sing together and uh, tell this story in song. So...
0: We kind of figured it was a good thing for us to share a little bit about what the Wise Men were doing and why they were even there in the first place, because the reading explains a lot of it. But actually, you, Tim, you found out that the Wise Men went on quite a long journey to get where they were going.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know quite how far it is, but I think people sort of reckon it over 500 miles at least... Mm. Which um, reminds me of a song, of course. Well, I was going to say and blood. I will walk. No, 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 we said we were not. We're, we're not going to do that one. We're
0: not singing.
1: Or it no. could be two thousand miles. Yes. And so they travelled another five hundred, and another five hundred, and another five hundred more as well. Mm. But it was certainly a long way, wasn't it? Mm. We don't know exactly. We don't know exactly where they came from but we know it was in the East. And you had something really interesting about the well, reason why East has a capital letter well, in the Well, I text. found it
0: really interesting that they wrote East in the original text with a capital E, which yeah. shows it was talking about a place rather than the direction. Mm. So when we've said in the past about they came from the East, well, they did, but it's actually referencing a place. Now, where that place is, is up for a bit of debate, um, but it's highly likely it was some sort of Eastern astrologers type place. I can't remember exactly. Um, but I found that really interesting. Mm. That they were coming from a place of great importance. They were doing an important job where they were. Yes, they maybe weren't wise men, they were astrologers, but they were, well, they were wise men, of course, <laughs> but they weren't kings, as Winston no, like to no, say, no, no. Um, but they were incredibly clever people who were going on a journey for a very specific mm. thing. And that probably explains why they had such extravagant gifts they could give.
1: Quite amazing, really, aren't they? And I think the other thing about that intrigues me about Matthew, including this story, of course, Matthew is writing primarily for a Jewish audience, mm. and these people are certainly... Not Jewish, no. aren't they? They're probably, they're, they're probably God-fearing, which is why mm. they were interested, but they're Gentiles, they're non-Jews, mm. and yet Matthew is putting them right at the heart of this incredible story. But it is the gifts that are always intriguing, isn't it? Well...
0: It's what we see every yeah. year when we have a Christmas play, yeah. when the kids dress up. And we had an amazing one, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago? We did. A lot of fun, uh, including Melchior mm. making an appearance with his big long beard and his big pointy hat. Yes, I, we could just do it with a couple more for next year then. Excellent. Bob, you know what to do. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's not go too self-referential about it. Um, but they brought gifts and we remember them, don't we? Gold, incredibly Gold. valuable. Yeah. Yep. Frankincense.
1: What's, Smelly. And myrrh. Myrrh, definitely a weird one, wasn't it? Do you know, well, definitely they, a weird but one. But they're
0: all things of great importance. To they the are, story.
1: and so this this idea of a gold, obviously for a king. Yep. So they they were they were looking for a king, weren't they? Mm. So gold would be a good thing. I I wonder what Mary and Joseph did with it afterwards. I did I did read something when <laughs> I was looking at this to say that they actually used that. To uh, supplement their income, because of course Joseph was a carpenter mm. up in uh, Nazareth. Yeah, yeah. What did he do in Bethlehem? Well. He had to have some income, and maybe that. Well, it's just a little yeah, bit yeah. of a, a a bit of a trivial thing, I guess. But but amazing, amazing to think that. And then frankincense. What I found out about that was this is a very aromatic thing, but you have to crush it mm. in order to get the smell from it, to get the incense from it. So, yeah, you know, there's a, there's a sign that you know, this idea that jesus obviously was crushed Mm. isaiah said that and uh and there's a a reference to that and then of course myrrh Mm. which is the sort of gift you get from a weird uncle (laughs) because you're not sure what it is or why you've got it but myrrh of course was used as an anesthetic for for severe pain Mm. they offered it to jesus on the cross but primarily it was used to go into the tomb Mm. in uh, when someone was buried so the king the priest the frankincense and then the sacrifice as well. So very sim- significant gifts, weren't they? Pointing to the life of Jesus that would unfold. And it's amazing how many parts of the Christmas story kind of spell out mm. the
0: journey that Jesus was to go on through his life. Yeah. yeah. And I just think it's one of those things that is incredible to look at when we take a step back. We mm. come out of the Christmas story, We come out of that cute little stable scene that we like to imagine. And we take a look at the bigger picture and we realise just everything was leading up to this point but this was just the start of the journey Mm. Mm. this isn't the end of what was going on in the christmas story this wasn't the end of jesus as this little baby that we imagine actually he continues going on Mm. and as you've already said the salvation story as we like to call it is incredible yeah definitely i'm getting a bit cold here though
1: (laughs) are we able to go keep moving let's keep moving So Tom, the gifts we've spoken about, but how did they know where, they were, where to take the gifts? You know, it's one thing buying or getting the gifts, but how did they know where to go? So they, they were a long way away. They didn't really know where this journey was going to take them. But it seems like they knew the purpose of it, the king, the direction of it. Yeah. But how are they going to get there? Well, Could have been anywhere. As I said earlier, they were astrologers
0: from the... East with a capital E Cavalier. and up into the sky, as we heard in the story earlier, they saw a star and they followed it. Yeah. We sing that song, don't we? Follow that, follow that. I'm singing again now. Oh. Okay. We need to not do that. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> another time, another yeah. time. Um but as they were following the star, uh, obviously it led them forwards, it took them on a journey. And I kind of like to see, we don't quite see it in the text, but I like to imagine that what happens with the star is it kind of guides them in a rough direction and they get the compasses out and they start looking and what they see is they get the map out. King Herod's palace. It's kind of on the route. It's a bit off to the side, but it's pretty much there.
1: It makes sense, doesn't it? That a king's going to be born in a palace.
0: And so what do the wise men do? They head to the palace and they go to King Herod and they ask him, where is the newborn king? We've come from the east. They're expecting a little newborn prince. One day to be king, ruler of all the land. Mm.
1: But Herod wasn't so keen, was he? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think Herod was taken
0: aback by it, yeah, to be honest. I think so. What is going on right now? Yeah. Um, and you imagine there was a lot of uh, difficult conversations, probably cobra meetings,
1: if that was the kind <laughs> of thing they did. Um, but isn't it interesting that the when he called the uh, teachers of the law there, they knew immediately yeah. where this exactly. Messiah, this expected one, was going to be born. It's like they knew it all along, and yet they didn't see it. Didn't understand it. And so
0: off they go again. Yeah. The wise men, the magi, the kings, whatever you want to call (laughs) them. They go off on their journey. They keep on going. They follow the star and it leads them to the place. We sing about it being above the stable. It probably led them to Bethlehem. And they probably had to do an awful lot of chatting to people. Do you know where this couple is? Do you know where these refugees are? That would have caused
1: a stir, wouldn't it? I think it would have caused
0: <laughs> quite the uh, quite the discussion amongst the people in the town yeah. of Bethlehem. Um, but you know what's interesting? Throughout that whole journey they went on, they continued to keep their eyes fixed on the star because the star was what was guiding them. The star mm. was what was leading them, and it kind of got me thinking when we were talking about taking a step back from the story earlier. Who are we following? Mm. Over this last year, you've probably gone on lots of journeys and you've followed maps, GPS, sat-nav, word-of-mouth directions. You might have school teachers that you listen to. You might have had work managers that you've been trying your best to do everything they say. But who are you actually following as we start this year? Because for the Magi, for the wise men, they were following that star because they knew that at the end of that journey was something that was worth it. And they presented their gift, didn't they? They, they did gave, indeed. their very best that they yeah. had.
1: Yeah, the very best. And they brought them all that way uh, and followed, as you say, Tom, to, to find someone who was going to be worth following. Yeah, the, the Paul writes in uh, Romans chapter 12, doesn't he, that we should present ourselves yeah, as, a, as a living sacrifice. Mm. So we offer ourselves. And, and that starts this amazing journey that, that Jesus calls us on. He calls us to follow. And uh, just like the wise men followed that star... I I really hope and pray that we'll keep following Jesus and and follow him all the way this this coming year as well.
0: And you remember what I said earlier about epiphany? That sudden moment of revelation or realisation when it becomes clear to us and we understand something important? I think that's what we see here. When we look at the wise men following the star, their eyes were totally fixed on Jesus.
1: And imagine that moment when they entered that room. And suddenly, you know, they got to the end of their journey, hadn't they? Mm. But, of course, the end of one journey is just the beginning of another. And the text says they went home another way, didn't they? Now, I know that probably means a different direction because they didn't want to go back to Herod. But I, I guess that their, that their hearts were changed in that moment and they went back different people from where they started. And wouldn't that be amazing mm. to, to be different people again during this next year as we see God at work in our lives? let's pray together.
0: Father, we thank you for the love that you have for all of us. And we thank you for this story that we read of, of the three wise men, maybe more, who made the long journey to visit the baby Jesus. We thank you too for this day of epiphany, this day of realisation, where as Christians we can remember how you revealed yourself to the world, how you revealed your love to the world. And we pray that each and every one of us will have moments through this year where we can stand back and be like, wow, thank you God for everything you have done for me. We pray God that as we continue forwards from this day, all the way through the next year, that you will continue to be with us. Pour out your blessing on each and every person who's watching along this morning. Be with us all, always. In your name, Amen. Amen. Amen.